A quick search of finances on Answer the Public, and over half the searches had to do with handling finances in marriage and or preparing for divorce. You've probably heard that finances are a leading cause to relationship problems, and it's no wonder. It's hard to stay happy together when there's that financial stress. Inside this episode, we're talking about the problems that occur, the myths we need to bust, and my absolute favorite strategy to help save marriages. This is the Your Money, Your Life podcast where ambitious women come together to have clarity, prosperity, and confidence with their money without sacrificing precious time and well-deserved fun. So let's do this. Welcome to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Amy Sorka. After my husband and I faced three major financial roadblocks in the last six years, I felt like I wasn't doing all that I could and I had let my family down. It always felt like life was a struggle, like I had to work harder than everyone else. It just came easy to them and I didn't feel worthy of success. Until a coach helped me see the successes in our experiences instead of our failures. This allowed me to create and implement systems to grow our net worth by 200,000 plus while spending time with my loved ones and on my priorities. Now I help motivated women create the happiness, family life, financial security, and long-term wealth they deserve. If you're ready to eliminate stress, struggle, frustration, and guilt within your finances, you're in the right place. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Amy Serka, and today we're talking about four ways that you can stop your finances from ruining your relationship. So um, let's just get to it, okay? So the first problem that we see come up is that your spouse just doesn't understand, okay? Um there are two, well, there's two people in this relationship, right? And we come, both people will come from totally different backgrounds, their own set of perceptions, their own set of views, their own set of beliefs. Typically in the relationship, one person is a spender and one person is a saver. And even if we just boil it, boil it down to that, that we have differences in that regard. The problem is that you don't feel your spouse understands. You're not feeling heard when it comes to money because we are approaching things from two different beliefs. Okay. So we have to understand that your spouse is showing up from the best that they can. So because we're approaching this world, this relationship with a different set of beliefs, each person believes that what they're doing is the right thing. And if we understand there's not a malicious intent behind it, this is what that person believes is right 
and the way to do things based on their upbringings. When we ignore that and we don't understand how we're approaching things, we end up that we don't feel heard and then we get frustrated. So we have to understand like, first off, that neither person is doing this like just to be an awful person. And I'm sure that you can, there's probably some extreme circumstances where there's other factors involved like mental health and et cetera. But in general, that is not the intent. There's different goals, there's different priorities, there's different belief systems that are showing up. So what else do we need to know? We understand now that it's like our spouse doesn't understand because they have a different viewpoint. And we're going to get next week, we're going to talk about four questions that'll help you reframe things and be able to move forward with a healthy relationship. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you can check us out, check it out next week. But the second thing that we need to be aware of really to stop finances from ruining our relationship is we have to say, we have to stop saying we just need to make more income because we've talked about time and time again, but we're going to do it again. (laughs) There is somebody out there making 500 or a thousand dollars more and saying the exact same thing. We have to be able to manage things and move forward from where we're at. Yes, we're always looking to grow and we're looking to move forward. And that is um, something that we should be working towards. But if we're not taking care of where things are actually at, which we're going to talk about like your budget and those things, like if we don't know where things are actually at, that's a problem. And if we don't know where things are at, one person is typically trying to take care of the finances and they feel burdened because they're doing all the work. They're the one that has to say no, or they're doing things and trying to make it work. And it's just not working because we haven't stopped to look at where we're actually at now, instead of just striving to make more income. So yes, we need to work towards making more income, but we do need to know where things are at now. And we need to be able to manage the money that we have effectively now. Another problem, another, another thing that we have to stop doing (laughs) um, is saying it's just the way it is. Now, this can be done in a couple different ways. You could be saying this is just the way it is that we're never going to be able to do better with our finances, or this is just the way it is. This is how I was raised. This is my habits. This is who I am. But either way, regardless of the perspective on that, we're never going to achieve perfection, but there's always room for improvement. There's always room to do better and there's better ways out there. Sometimes we don't always have to be looking for a complete new system, but we always should be looking for improvement because we can do better, which kind of brings us to the next part. The other thing that we say, we believe And that is, we're already doing great. We're already doing pretty good. You've got it handled, right? You're making enough money. Things are decent. It's not hurting. 
but we don't know what we don't know. And if the billionaires out there are still hiring coaches and still working to improve themselves, we probably have room for improvement too. So we're going to get to my favorite strategy to help save marriages, but let's quickly recap what we've kind of talked about so far. So often the ways that we see finances ruining a relationship, they show up in these areas. So we're removing those. So it stops ruining a relationship, right? We are not going, we understand now that our spouse just doesn't understand because they have a different viewpoint. They have different upbringing. They have different belief systems. It's not out of malicious intent that they're, you know, the spender in the relationship or the saver in the relationship. It's not that they don't want you to feel heard. It's they have a different perspective. We also talked about, we understand that we have to know where things are actually at. We can't just be out here saying, we just got to make more income. We just got to make more income. You have to be able to handle things where you're at now and managing the money efficiently now. We're also going to stop saying it's just the way it is whether that means your current financial situation or your habits and the way that you show up and handle money. Either way, we're not going to do that anymore either. And then the fourth one was we are not, we'll stop saying, well, you can say you're doing great, but know that there's always room for improvement. We're going to continue to work to improve, to always be looking, um, to achieve that next level and know that that next level even exists out there. All right, ready? Let's talk about my favorite strategy to save marriages. And it kind of handles part of the first one, part of the second one. Yeah, a little bit, both, both. So we've talked before that I love percentage-based budgeting. It is the best way to budget by far that I found because it handles the inconsistent income. It scales with you as you grow and it takes the stress out of budgeting for you. So we talk about all inside budgeting simplified, right? We talk about how to do this. Okay. But within your percentage-based budgeting account or within your percentage-based budgeting, you have an account called your play account. Okay. So percentage of your income goes into your play account within the play account you have two blow money accounts, one for you, one for your spouse. They are separate. Okay. And that is your money to do whatever the heck you want with, as long as it's legal, moral, and ethical, not promoting anything illegal here. (laughs) It is equal off of income. It does not matter If one of you makes 100K a year and one of you makes 60,000 a year, whatever the numbers are, they're income equal. Okay. Now, if you are like me and have several little hungry humans with you when you're out using your blow money account, I do get more than my spouse because my kids are with me most of the time when we're, when I'm out using the blow money. Now, if we're out as a family, that's not from my blow money account, that's from the dining out, which is, another part of the play account fund. Again, we go into all of this inside budgeting simplified, okay? So it's income equal, separate. Both of you get it. You can take the money out in cash. You can put it in a separate account. So it's your own little account 
however you want. How much do you get to have to spend? That's going to be determined by your budget because it's a percentage. Now, this saves marriages because, you know, one of us is a spender, one of us is a saver. So the spender gets to go spend their blow money and the saver can save their blow money. They can do whatever the heck they want because it's their little fund to go do whatever the heck they want with, right? You get to have fun. And it's so important because we have to create that positive relationship with money. We'll have to get into that in another day. But for now, we've talked about how we're going to move forward with handling our relationship and finances so that our finances don't have to ruin our relationship, right? And then we talked about the blow money accounts. So if you were thinking like, okay, I need to figure out that budgeting thing and the blow money accounts, all of that, Budgeting Simplified is the four-week budgeting program to help you like budget for prosperity, stress-free in four weeks, okay? So Budgeting Simplified is the place to be. If you've not already grabbed Budgeting Simplified and want to check it out, you can do so amycerca.com forward slash budget. Make sure that link is below in the show notes for you. But your challenge for today, I want to hear it. Let's have some fun. Send me a message over on Instagram. Are you the spender or are you the saver in the relationship? Send me that message. I can't wait to hear from you. And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Your Money, Your Life podcast. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. Wondering what's next? When you're ready, there are different levels of support that you can use on the path to creating unstoppable finances and your unstoppable life. After all, your finances are unique and your support should be too. Ultimately, we'll create a customized plan to ditch financial struggle for good that works for you, your goals, your priorities, your life. Go to workwithamy.com to get started with one of our most popular programs, or you can book a Q&A call with me and we'll figure out what your next step should be. If you love today's episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. That way you'll receive new episodes right when they are released. Then leave a rating and review. It helps amazing people just like you find the show faster.